Hello, this is Saeedul Zaman from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday the 15th of June. Delhi police today charged Wrestling Federation of India chief Bridge Bhushan Sharan Singh with sexual harassment. They also filed a report seeking to drop the Pokso case against him. The report said that there was no corroborative evidence against him. Following the Supreme Court's intervention, the police filed two first information reports against the WFI chief. The charge sheets against him were filed under section 354, which is assault or criminal force with intent to outrage women's modesty, section 354A which is sexual harassment and 354D which is stalking of the Indian Penal Code. One of the athletes who accused Singh of sexual harassment was a minor. If proven, the allegations could have resulted in a minimum sentence of 5 years. However, her father, the complainant in the case, later withdrew the allegations. After accusing Singh of harassing her daughter sexually, the minor's father had made a second recording of his statement. He had claimed in the latest statement that Singh had treated his daughter unfairly in wrestling-related matters, but did not sexually harass her. Vinod Tomar, assistant secretary of the Indian Wrestling Federation, has also been charged with sexual harassment and abetment as well as criminal intimidation. He has also been accused of assault. or criminal force with the intent to outrage a woman's modesty two houses were set on fire today as protesters clashed with security forces in manipur's capital imphal the security personnel had to fire tear gas shells to control the situation the times of india reported this comes a day after nine people including a woman were killed in the manipur village of khamenlok manipur's only female minister's residence in imphal was burned down yesterday Namcha Kibgen, the state's minister of industry, was not home during the attack. A mixed population of Metis, Kukis, and Nagas live in the area where the violence took place. However, the homes which were set on fire were located in the Kuki settlement. Since 3rd of May, when the fighting broke out between the Metis, a valley majority tribe, and the Kuki tribe, a hill majority tribe, normalcy in Manipur has been elusive. More than 100 people have died as a result of the violence. Many more have been injured and displaced. At least 350 relief camps are providing refuge to close to 60,000 people in the northeastern state. Two months before the Odisha train tragedy, the railway board had flagged concerns about signalling staffers using shortcuts. The PTI reported today, the train accident in Odisha's Balasore claimed at least 288 lives. In a letter written on the 3rd of April, railway board member R N Sunkar had highlighted the lapses in the signalling system. These involved reconnecting signalling gear without proper testing of points and wrong wiring during preparatory works during maintenance. The five signalling system failures spotlighted by the railway board demonstrated a dilution of manual and codal provisions. These failures that presented a risk to the safety of trains occurred between January and March. Two of these incidents resulted in derailments. Similar practices are suspected to have caused the June 2nd accident in Odisha, which resulted in the collision of the Coromandel Express. Bengaluru Howrah Superfast and a halted freight train. It was discovered a few days after the Balasore train disaster that the railways had been given at least two warnings regarding improper signalling and shoddy track maintenance. The warnings were sounded in the six months before the accident. The South Western Railway Zone's principal chief operational manager had written to the authorities in February to inform them of serious flaws in the signalling system. The official cautioned that if signalling system flaws are not rectified. they could result in reoccurrence and serious accidents the uttarakhand high court today said that it is the paramount duty of the state to maintain law order and peace 
The court was hearing a plea against the organization of a Mahapanchayat rally by right-wing groups at Purola town in Uttarkashi district. Uttarkashi has been marred with communal tensions since May 29th, following a rally by the BJP along with Bajrang Dal. Meanwhile, S.N. Babulkar, Advocate General of Uttarakhand, informed the court that the rally was called off. He has also highlighted that Section 144 has been imposed at Purola town, the epicentre of the tensions. The town has witnessed an exodus of its Muslim population following threats by right-wing organisations. The current tensions can be traced to kidnapping of a minor girl in Purola. Two accused in the case, one of them Muslim, were arrested on May 26th. Following the arrest, local Hindutva groups alleged love jihad. The petitioners against the Mahapanchayat rally named the VHP and the Bajrang Dal, among others, and requested the court to order the police to lodge an FIR against them. However, the court said that it is not inclined to order the registration of the case. Communal tensions have been simmering in the small town in Uttarkashi district since May 29th, after the Bharatiya Janta Party, along with right-wing organization Bajrang Dal, took out a protest rally against the local Muslim community. Around 1,000 people participated in the rally, which culminated in protesters taking posters outside shops owned by Muslims, warning them to leave the town before June 15th. Shops belonging to the Muslim residents of the Uttarakhand's Purola town remain shut. Most of the Muslim shop owners have fled the town in wake of the targeted vandalism and threats furnished by right-wing organizations. Watch my colleague Anmol Pritham's report titled Shops Ransacked, Shouts of Jai Shri Ram, what led to the exodus of Muslims from Uttarakhand's Purola, to see what is happening on the ground. We have been able to bring you such reports because we are funded by you and not by corporations or the government. Your support is all we ask for. If you aren't a subscriber already, become one today. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. A day after a fishing boat capsized off the coast of southern Greece, it was confirmed that at least 78 people died in the mishap. More than 100 people have been rescued. The boat packed with migrants was trying to cross from Libya to Italy when it overturned and sank yesterday. Greece has proclaimed three days of mourning, calling it one of its worst ever migration catastrophes. Authorities worry that hundreds of people may have been trapped below the deck despite the fact that 104 passengers, largely men and including eight juveniles, were saved by rescuers. These passengers included people from Egypt, Syria, Pakistan, Afghanistan and Palestine. If true, the catastrophe would rank among the worst ever recorded in the central Mediterranean. The Greek Coast Guard said, that the boat went down roughly 80 kilometers southwest of Pylos on Wednesday morning. The president of the European Commission said that she was deeply saddened over the incident. She pledged to strengthen cooperation between her organization and neighboring nations in an effort to further combat migrant traffickers. Human rights organizations counter that the crackdown forces migrants and refugees to go through longer and riskier routes in order to reach safe countries. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.